Good evening to you and welcome to Thinking Out Loud podcast. Thinking Out Loud, shaping your destiny. We are on season four, Alfred Kinsey's Legacy. And today we are dealing with the second episode, which is basically part two of this. Um, the first episode, we're looking at um, pedophilia that Kinsey's research basically promotes pedophilia and i just want to do a little recap uh, that will lead us into episode number two today from what we covered last in the last episode was that some of the findings of Kinsey's scientific research were that 100 percent of children are orgasmic from birth therefore children can benefit from sex with adults and even incest so it could be an uncle and a nephew um, or uncle and niece um, aunt and nephew uh, father and daughter mother and son or vice versa father and son whatever the case you know uh, because he really didn't um, restrict it to heterosexual as you will find out in the third point that he brings out or that comes out of the premise that children are 100% orgasmic from a birth and the second point is that children need early explicit school sex education so children need to be taught at school um, the form of education that they are being taught the form of sex education that they are being taught should be explicit that's what came of this finding and the third element or the third, third, third point is that children need masturbation and heterosexual as well as homosexual acts to be taught um, at school basically so this would change the curriculum school curriculum to include sex education explicit sex education for children and we see that happening all over the world um, in recent years here in Southern Africa we have had that books of a new order in our schools in elementary schools where children are being taught sex in an explicit way so today we are basically going to look at Kinsey's research methods as to how he obtained this data how he obtained this information that he compiled and said this is my research these are my findings join us as we look at that what would you think if you learned that some of the most important scientific research of the century may have been based on fraud or if not fraud criminal experimentations on children what if you learn that the results of this research are exerting a profound influence on our society today ranging from how we deal with sex offenders to how when uh, and what are children being taught about sex as well as the why they have been taught about sex and the way that they've been taught about sex at schools it's important to know how dr kinsey's inclusion of children in his sex studies in the 1940s has an impact um, on today's society and also it's important to know how he carried out 
the studies what methods did he use to obtain such data or information about children now the fine is that humans are 100% orgasmic from birth were derived from individuals who could not give consent Talking about two month old babies Talking about children um, who are still infants children who are still um, two years um, four years ten years eleven years and the youngest was two months you can just imagine how does a two month give a two month old give consent to be experimented upon as far as sex is concerned do you think that there was a parent who would sign a consent form and say, you know, I subject my two-month-old baby to this test? These are things that ought to make us wonder and, and, and think um, about how Alfred Kinsey arrived at his findings with all this research, scientific research that he promoted in the, line, in the late 1940s. Having said that, we can only come to this one conclusion that the data was procured from, uh, from children through a criminal activity and to be specific, sexual abuse of children. This ought to make one shudder, this ought to make one sick, this ought to make one stomach churn up because you have a scientist, so-called scientist, who subjects children to sexual abuse to come up with information that he submits to authorities and this information touches on the legal aspect of sex sex offense and not only that but also gets to the education that is being taught the children in schools this is very serious the understanding that we have today of childhood sexuality and normal childhood sexual development as it is believed and taught in academia today comes from the experimental evidence documented in Kinsey's reports that were published in 1948. Now based on the Kinsey data and findings sex researchers formulated a theory of childhood sexuality that has influenced everything from laws against molestation to how and when sex education is taught and now it's important to know that Kinsey did not openly promote pedophilia but he provided quote-unquote scientific basis for it he felt that the reaction of adult child sexual relations was hysteria on the part of parents and authorities he believed that young boys needed the help of older people to develop effective sexual techniques and he recorded that adult sexual contact with young girls are a source of pleasure to these girls and may lead to a better socio-sexual development in their later lives now let me just repeat that in simpler terms 
Dr. Alfred Kinsey said that from the perspective of science, it is a need, it is important, it is fundamental for boys to develop effective sexual techniques. And this can only happen if they engage in sexual acts with those who are older, those who are sophisticated, those who are experienced in the act. He's not saying I'm, I'm promoting pedophilia, but he says, well, boys need this experience. And for them to get this experience, they need someone who's experienced and who's older to teach them that. And then he says, concerning girls, well, sexual relations with adults, many males, be it uncles, cousins, fathers, to young girls, is a source of pleasure to the girls. And this early sexual contact of young girls with adult males can lead to a better socio-sexual development in these girls' later lives. So it's not damaging, actually. It, it, it promotes their socio-sexual life. This, he says, that is science. This, he says, that it is scientific. And when you look at women, ladies, females who have gone, who have been molested at a young age, their experience in the old, and, 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 and um, um, the evidence that is there will actually negate with a landslide what Kinsey asserted in his so-called scientific um, findings. There's a prominent um, sexologist who was um, basically the co-author of uh, the Kinsey Reports. Uh, his name is Waddell Pomeroy. This is what he said. He said that the Kinsey research uncovered many beautiful and mutually satisfying relationships between fathers and daughters. Now, that's very sick. I mean, for, Pam, for Palmer Wright to say that the sexual relation between fathers and daughters that is implied and promoted by Kinsey's report is one of the most beautiful things. That's very sick. I wonder if he did that with his children. He went on to say in his book, um, Boys and Sex, this uh, another book that he wrote called Girls and Sex. But in this particular book, he wrote that about the possibility of loving sexual relationships between children and animals. So you can see that he was promoting bestiality and that among children. Children can have loving sexual relationships with animals. So they'll be their pets and stuff like that. So after this, after these findings, so-called findings by Kinsey 
and then Pomeroy. Children were then sexualized in pornographic ma magazines such as Playboy, uh, Penthouse, and Hustler, uh, where you know their genitalia is exposed um, and stuff like that. So because there's this scientific backing that says, well, sex will actually benefit children. So this adult magazines, this adult industry magazines now started sexualizing children. Child pornography went up. And today we have problems with child pornography. They find their strength, their anchor in Kinsey's findings or Kinsey's reports. Now, it's important to note that before Kinsey, psychologists had rejected the idea that children are sexually viable until the age of puberty. Basically, before Kinsey's you know, reports, and studies and findings, psychologists basically said, well, children, they are not sexually viable up until they reach puberty. That's when now um, their bodies are ready for sex and that's when they begin basically uh, experience orgasm. And that's in a simple way. But early in the 20th century also, we see Sigmund Freud who paved the way for Kinsey by asserting that children were sexual but, th but that their sexuality was not acted upon until puberty. So, so basically their uh, sexuality of being, them being sexual, being, them being orgasmic is uh, dormant up until they reach puberty. So Kinsey's report then, uh, his reports, they radically altered this perception by Freud. And this resulted in the spawning of an entire industry based on the notion that children have a right to sexual relations at any age. Now, this perception has resulted in challenges to laws that are protecting children against sexual exploitation. And there are some countries where there are still those, where those laws are still in place, but it, when it gets to the education, you can see that children are being taught explicit um, or the kind of sex education that they are being taught is explicit and they are exposed to it at a very early age. And there's something interesting about education. When you are taught something and it relates to your body, something that you can do, there is this urge to experiment. And that's basically how pornography works. People watch pornography, eventually want to try out the things that they watch and they engage in um, this sexual acts that are being portrayed um, in the pornographic clips, videos, or pictures that they feed their minds with. So when children are being taught explicit sex education at school, sooner or later they are going to try it out. Education is one of the most important tools in the hand of an educator to change an individual's behavior not only individual's behavior but to change the behavior of an entire generation so we may have laws in some parts of the world that are strict regarding sex offense and sex offenders but 
the effect of Keynes's findings and research and studies. We see them in the sex education that is being fed our children. In the next episode, we will look at what happened to the children from which this data was derived. We want to find out what methods were being used and go into detail and see what really happened during that time when this information was being derived from this children. The information that was used in the research and published in the report. Join us again next week on Thinking Out Loud podcast on a Monday at 7 p.m. Thinking Out Loud, shaping your destiny. My name is Wilkin Moseki. See you next week. Same time, same place.